This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 354. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Go check us out, MarkingOut.com. Google Radio, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, whatever it is. Who cares? iTunes is the important one, probably. Uh, go buy our t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Like us, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. And give us a follow at marking out at bttg161 and at dave the rave underscore mo i am dave and i am alongside brandon brandon how art thou i am doing awesome as always weird to hear you say what i say yay <laughs> yeah so it's a uh, special wednesday edition of marking out but don't let that fool you. There is nothing special going on today. Well, nothing. Well, except you, ne- you never to... know who's calling into the show today. Hey, you know, never <laughs> say never. Never yeah, say okay. never. Guess what? It's not Bieber, so um, it's also it's... nobody else. It's just me and Dave, or Dave and I. Yeah. Well, no, Which... it's just Dave and me. Correct. Whichever way you want to say it, it's it's just us. Yeah, it's just us. So. Any uh, happenings this week for you? I did not have any like ghostly happenings or experiences, no. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But I, I don't even think I did anything this week weekend either. Mm-hmm. Did you? Um, Surely you, know, you had to have gone on some sort of adventure. Yeah, well, you know I should really be writing down, like, what I did during the week in my weekly, like, write-up of Raw and SmackDown. I should definitely be keeping tabs of what I have done. So this way, when you ask me these questions, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I did do this, I did this. Instead of being like, um, huh. Um, yeah, no, I did nothing. Yeah, I'm still super hung up on, on Dinosaur Barbecue from last Thursday, uh, Wednesday. Are you? Yeah. I, I I actually I had a very nice experience. I like I really enjoyed it. You know, I I enjoy it, but it does get old quickly because the thing I don't like is that they don't I in my opinion they don't give enough portion. Like when you order a sandwich. Yeah, you know sandwiches. that was awful. That that really sucked because and also I I like the the plattered brisket better than I did the sandwich that I ordered. The sandwich uh had three slices of brisket. Yeah, this the sandwiches that's are bull. very skimpy. That's bull. Yeah, especially for the. I mean, you're you're charging a like normal amount and everything. Nothing expensive, but nothing cheap. Yeah, like your routine Applebee's prices. But even still, you sh- you would expect to have like something overstuffed, or especially when you're hearing that it's dinosaur barbecue. I mean, you kind of expect something a little bit larger. Yeah, larger than life. Like smoking owls, you pay like oh, fifteen yeah. bucks or whatever. They they hook it up with their sandwiches. I love getting yeah. their sandwiches there. I agree. I, if anybody goes to smoking owls or is on Long Island, go check it out. Where is it, Massapequa? Yeah, Massapequa Park actually, but Massapequa Park. Yeah, definitely check out uh, smoking owls because they hook it up totally. 
But yeah, so it was like a, it was a good thing that my friends ordered that platter because, I mean, otherwise I just, it's not enough. Yeah, I just had the three slices of brisket. And I was like, well, I want like I want more <laughs> more brisket. Mm-hmm. I was gonna like ask the waitress, be like, excuse me, like what's the deal? Like there's what? three, the there's only three slices of brisket here. But uh, but they had and they weren't even like full slices. They were I think they were like half. They had to have been half sliced. Because a sandwich piece of bread is only so big, mm-hmm. but they no, weren't I finishing totally their agree. stuff on the platter, so that was good. See, if if it would be good if like if somebody if I went with somebody and like they wanted, um, if we went with like four people and I could take like a majority of the brisket, mm-hmm. and then they could just like split the ribs and the chicken amongst themselves, I'd like mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be awesome. I mean the. The food is really good. It's just not enough. Yeah. Um, the burgers are decent size, I w- but I was, when you order see, like a sandwich, it's funny because I was, I was contemplating getting the burger, and I'm like, how could I get a burger if it's like the first time I'm here and they're known for their smoked meats? Mm-hmm. Like I can't, can't do that. Yeah. No, I I totally understand you. Yeah. It it kind of it stinks. Um. But the mac and cheese that they have is... I was disappointed with the pickles, too. I don't mind the pickles. They were way too vinegary. I don't mind the pickles. I like the mac and cheese a lot. Uh, The mashed mashed potatoes is blah. Um, I don't like those to begin with, but... Yeah, the fish that they have on the menu is pretty good. I forgot, like, the... What was it? Like, a Jamaican uh, jerky-style fish i uh i forgot what it was or what they call it but it's pretty good i had the the fried green tomatoes there too i like those yeah that's that's usually a good selection um yeah nothing really to boot about there's a lot of places i want to go to this past week it was uh, dan's birthday and he was celebrating in brooklyn and around the corner from where he like the bar that he was at, I didn't I didn't go for this, but there's this place called Barcade that I'm dying to go to at some yeah, point. Yeah, every everybody's heard of that by now. I yeah. assume at least. I, so that's where the big showdown happened. Yeah, Kenny Omega versus him. Xavier Woods. Yeah. I like how you just said him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but uh, I want to go to Barcade at some point, and then there's a Doctor Who bar too. Yeah, where they have I'm artists out. Both of those. Yeah, I want to go there. Oh, one I, night, one night, my uh, friend was like, "Oh, come meet me at Barcade." I was like, "I'm not, like, I'm not going to Barcade at at twelve o'clock at, at in the morning." No, it's 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 very difficult to get to from well Long Island, you know. Like I was trying to. Well, figure I was out already to... I was already at the Garden. Uh huh. And uh, so he texted me, like, "Oh, come." Come to Barcade. Meet me. It was. I think there's. There's also one in in Manhattan. Yeah, I think there's two. So he's like, meet me. It's, I think it was like downtown or whatever. I was like, I really don't want to. Like, I, I mean, like, I guess I'll go and like hang out and like watch you play games, but I'm not about to play games. Yeah. Well, that's then the thing. I, just, I, was... I ended up just going to his apartment and chilling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was looking at the directions and stuff, and it just looks so difficult to. To get to you if you're not in that area or if you're not, like, if you don't know the streets at all or anything. I I was getting so lost. 
Um, I did take a trip with uh, good old Uncle Bart, cousin Bart to you. Uh, he was up from Florida with his trailer, and he was transporting uh, an airplane. He was transporting an airplane in the back of his trailer. And so we had to deliver that over to uh, Floyd Bennett, um, I guess, airport or field. Uh, field, yeah, field. And that was pretty interesting. So we drove over there. I like how the uh, how the episode progresses. You remember more and more things that you've done. Yeah, that was like the exactly. light. The little ding was the light going off. Yeah. Like, oh, I did no, that, this. That wasn't me being professional or anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but it was really cool because they had us deliver it to this uh, hangar that they have, and inside the hangar they had all these uh, vintage and antique um, Air Force planes and coast guard helicopters and stuff like that and it was pretty interesting to see all of those uh set up and everything up close um so that was pretty cool uh what else not much else uh outside of that i don't think i hope it doesn't snow soon i i mean i've already saw reports that it did yeah from what I, I think upstate, it's already here and there, or touch and go maybe. Uh, I did find ice the other day on out in the yard. I was doing wow. some yard work, and I picked up a rock, and there was like a, a sheet of ice underneath the rock. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's already, I mean, it's like 40, 45 degrees here. Yeah. Uh, if I was going to go any place for permanent wise i would definitely choose to go a little bit souther uh souther uh south jd jd talking about jd i started watching uh um scrubs a lot more oh still on tv on fuse and comedy central i love that show so much you ever a fan i i at a a period of time yes i watched it i I watched the new class and everything (laughs) The new class is where I fell off, but that's also the like where everyone says that the seasons went downhill with the new class. Like when uh, Janitor reti- got fired or retired, like that last season, I think season eight, season seven, I think was the start of the downfall, and then season eight was blah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. So. But, uh, I mean, yeah, should we say why we're doing this now? (laughs) Well, because Brandon just wants to do it for... Well, I mean, I'm going to Orlando. Yeah, he's finally getting signed. The big guy (laughs) that's training with Rocky Johnson is finally paying off. (laughs) Yeah. So going to go down, meet Rocky Johnson over at the Performance Center. You know what? Who knows what's going to happen with Brandon? I may have to find a new co-host. Yeah. Dave Meltzer, hit us up. More than welcome to be on our show. Yeah, you Um, could be like Double D in the morning or something. (laughs) That could definitely work. Um, But yeah, so tweet Brandon at BTTG161 and uh, wish him uh, best of luck with his tryout. Yeah, don't don't actually do that, though. Unless you really want to do that. I mean, by all means, Brandon's not going to turn you down from tweeting him. (laughs) <laughs> right. Right. Brady will probably tweet you back and be like, it's actually not happening or and that will spin off into some sort of a conversation. But yeah. 
So, Orlando, you want to tell us a little bit about it? I don't. All right. No, I'm just, well, I mean, I'm going to Disney World. That's, that's uh-huh. basically... Yeah. The place where dreams come true. Is it? How about it? Well, that's the rumor, isn't it? I don't know. I know it's the most magical place. Ah, the magic happens there. The magic happens. Well, make sure you buy your your Mickey Mouse ears and... No, I'm not doing that. I don't even think those would fit. Well, that's disappointing. But I'm, I'm pumped to eat a, a Dole Whip float. You know, I want to go so bad. I want to go so bad. I keep on seeing everyone posting pictures of we're doing this and there and that and there. And I'm like, Universal and Disney and Epcot and everything just looks like so much. Disney. Yeah, which is still just (laughs) Disney. But it looks like so much fun. Go. Pack up. I want to go to Harry Potter World so bad. Pack up your bags and leave. I know. I know. I'll be there for an extended period of time. Which yeah. isn't true. That's not what people say when they go for a week. <laughs> I don't know. An extended period of time is like a month or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people say. What people say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go. That's that's mainly that. Just go. Yeah. Just book a flight. Drive down. I'll meet you there. Well, there you have it. Next uh, Mark and I episode going to be filmed from, uh, recorded from Disney Studios. Yeah. But. So, moving on from that to some outside the ring news. Uh, what do you got? Well, what do I got? What do I got? Apparently, Jirinder Mahal is going to be taking on Triple H in India on December 9th. Originally, it was scheduled for two days, a two-day event. Now it's going to be a compact Raw SmackDown show. No, I think they were just always, I think it was just always, aside from gender, I don't think, oh, now I don't know. Yeah, I think that they canceled. They said it was a super show, but I don't recall seeing, aside from Jinder Mahal, any SmackDown names. Yeah, I think that from what I was reading, they canceled one of the shows and just put it all into a super show. Yeah, and then they scheduled that, – that, that's what doesn't make sense to me is because I feel like I only saw Jinder Mahal being the only SmackDown guy on that show. And huh. then the, the day before, which was supposed to be in India, also is now in Abu Dhabi where Triple H is going to be wrestling Roman Reigns. Interesting. And that whole card advertised looked like a, a Raw card also. So I kind of feel like the only SmackDown – Superstar that was going to be overseas in India, and there was Jinder. Jinder. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It seems like Triple H is getting more and more involved with Survivor Series. Is this going to lead to a uh, WrestleMania match? I mean, I uh, rumors, I guess, are Triple H versus Kurt Angle. What was the rumor John Cena match Undertaker? Yeah. Okay, and then what about Lesnar? Braun. Um, I don't remember, or Reigns, right? Maybe Reigns. That already happened. That did happen. I don't know. (laughs) Was it CM Punk? If only. I would would so mark out if CM Punk returned. Was it Goldberg? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was probably um, Braun Strowman. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, 
pro I wrestling. I mean, it would make it would make sense. Yeah, it it would. Um, pro wrestling sheet reported that Teddy Hart is currently in jail due to a prior arrest back on New Year's Day. Uh, Hart was arrested on numerous charges, which included a hazardous traffic violation, attempting to evade a lawful arrest, and allegedly operating a vehicle without consent of the owner, in addition to others which have not been made public yet um, due to the delay in the trial uh, start date. That has to suck to be, like, arrested for something months later. It seems like he was well aware of this though i mean he canceled all of his independent bookings and it looks like he just he saw the writing on the wall or he knew that something was going to happen on a specific date but 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 like it's like oh hey remember what you did 10 months ago guess what jail yeah i mean you would you i could only assume that he knew something was going to come up of that at some point but you know, we we could only wish him the the best of luck. You know, hopefully, hopefully everything works out for him and he learns from his mistakes. Yeah. So. Also, uh, apparently NXT is going to be on the road filming. On the road again. Filming uh, TV from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's always nice to get a new crowd. Uh, recorded with them i thought like i thought it was gonna be just because of like the royal rumble or something but they were going it was like early january i think and then february again yeah which that was but that's that's really cool wouldn't have expected that no no not at all when is starcade again that's next week Next week. Oh, not okay. next week. Not next week. The week after Thanksgiving, I think. Okay. The 25th, I think. Which right. I'm surprised, like, I get I get that we're, like, it's everything's been, like, Survivor Series and NXT. Yeah. But, like, to, I guess it's really just going to be nothing but... House show. Which sucks. That, that, like, just even more so proves that it's like, oh, by the way, this event on the 25th is just going to be us trying to compete. Yeah. Very odd. Um, yeah. So, also, Jack Swagger announced that he has signed a contract with Bellator res- uh, Wrestling, uh, Fighting, um, to be a part of the heavyweight division. I think his first fight's going to be in 2018. And it's going to be interesting. I mean, he claims that WWE, that he could take on anybody on the roster and that and WWE just had him do two-minute matches and apparent, everything. Yeah, apparently he wanted to fight a real fighter in a shoot match, but WWE shot it down. But, yeah. I mean, who? I mean, he comes from a wrestling background, so... <laughs> He does. I mean, I don't think he was NCAA champion. Um, he, was but, the, he was All-American. American. Yeah. Well, so was like uh, Ziggler was All-American, I believe. Ziggler was All-American for uh, Kent State. I, I don't actually know what All-American means. but All-American just means that you placed in nationals. 
So Swagger, I, I forgot what position he came in, but it, it's just that you placed. Let's see. So. He has the University of Oklahoma single-season record for most pins in the 285 pounds weight class. Mm -hmm. That being 30 pins. I mean, not to take anything away from his credentials, it's still very impressive, something I could not even come close to achieving, um, and something that every wrestler strives to achieve. So I'm not taking anything away from that at all. Yeah. But it will be interesting. I don't even yeah. see that All-American thing. Oh, right here. Named All-American at season's end with the 30 record. So yeah. it's just you, so you have to be selected to be all American. You're not just like you don't earn it. I was under the assumption that you earn it when it you place each nationals. year. Each year, different sets of all American teams are recognized towards consensus and uh, unanimous selection recognition. A unanimous selection is a player who is listed as the first as a first all as a first team all American by all recognized lists. So, I'm not too sure. I know I know that he was in the same. I'm pretty positive he was in the same weight class at the at nationals as Cain Velasquez, who went on to be UFC champion. Hmm. But yeah, eh, I don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, but so that's gonna be exciting to see. Um, in other news, with outside of the ring news. Uh, Paige, she put out a video at a bar of a couple making out behind her saying this is why she's single. So I guess that was her announcement that she and Del Rio have separated, which I think is a great thing to, I, I'm, it's unfortunate that she, that they had to go through a breakup, but I think that it's really good because you've saw so much negativity from that relationship and so much uh disaster just awful stuff coming from the new sites and from Paige's family and everything so hopefully that this is a bright new start for her and after that from that uh promo from del rio i'm i'm still flawed by that you know and then also floored floored yeah Lord. Yeah, flawed. <laughs> like, like an old Jewish woman. I'm so flawed by it. <laughs> yeah, no, floored. Um, and then Paige put out a uh, on Instagram, I believe, a picture of her with Alicia Fox, I guess, backstage at Raw. And then she also put out a video of her with Renee Young. So it's kind of interesting to see if was she before she put out that picture with her and Alicia Fox, was she supposed to be that last member of Raw? I who knows the truth behind that. I always think it's kind of dumb when people do put out pictures like that and kind of break that entire kayfabe aspect. Well, she was I mean, we knew she was training at the performance center. Yes. They flew her over, I believe, as I think they reported on the news sites to England. So, who knows? Now there's another spot open on SmackDown. Yeah, who knows who that could be a spot for Paige, it could be Nikki Bella, or it could be Natalia. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, we have Takeover, could also be someone who doesn't win the title. 
Yeah, it could definitely be. But let's get on to some upcoming indie events that are going to be taking place. On the 18th of November, WrestlePro in uh, Rawway, New Jersey, you're going to have a silver survival elimination match. And the winners get to compete in a battle royal to crown the first ever WrestlePro silver champion. Yeah, they updated their uh, their their heavyweight championship is now the WrestlePro gold championship. Ah. So they're going to have like Survivor Series matches. Uh, one match being the Sterling Stallions taking on the Unretirables. Uh, and yep. whoever wins that gets to move on to compete in a battle royal. There you got Team Espanicos taking on the Beach Bums. Uh, you got Job Security taking on the Cornerstones. Three men and Habib in a Habib taking on the Jackson Five. Uh, just normal matches now. You have Chris Statlander taking on Rosemary. Russell Pro Tag Team Championship on the line. Apple Core taking on the Taboo Crew. Bobby Wayward talking about Mr. Bellator, Jack Swagger, Jake Hagar, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, Russell Pro Gold Championship match. Chris Avery Keeling taking on Kevin Matthews. Yeah. So uh, check them out social media, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. And uh, see, follow up on see that. who's going to be actually on those teams. Yeah. On the 25th of November, NYWC Draw the Line taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. You're going to be seeing The Rep taking on Milk Chocolate. You're also going to have Papa Don taking on Angelo Andrews. Aiden Ball taking on Matt Tremont. Wallace Blake Morris taking on Tracy Williams. Stockade teaming up with G. Raver taking on Bam Sullivan and Jeff Cannonball. Fusion title on the line. Big O defending against Johnny Redke. For the Starlet Championship, Willow Nightingale, the champion, taking on Tara Calloway. And you got the MYWC tag team titles on the line. The Benson Bros going to be defending against the former champs, Born and Bred. And for the MYWC Championship, the champion, Bull James, will be defending that title against King Mega. Yeah, so definitely check out MYWC, MYWCWrestling.com for more information and to purchase your ticket today. And that's all we got for now, but I think it's time to take a break. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hey, you guys, it's Rob Paulson here. Are you a wrestling fan? I am. That's why I listen to Markin' Out, because it's a badass show, just like me. Well, I'm not really badass. I'm about 150 pounds and soaking wet. But still, in my mind, I'm badass. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Markin' Out, episode 354. Uh, let's talk about some... Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Monday Night Nitro. Which... Kicked off with Stephanie McMahon and Kurt Angle, uh, basically heart ridiculing him for not choosing John Cena for Team Raw. And how can you blame her? I mean, he's the, a free agent, and he opted not to go in that direction. She's like, I'm sorry, you you didn't choose John Cena, but you chose who? Oh, and this is a they totally tore apart. Jason Jordan during this entire segment. Yes. Totally. Whatever momentum he had, which isn't that much, but I assure Dude, you, 
This no, is a... no, 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 no. It gets worse later on. Oh, it totally does. But, uh, yeah, so it seemed like she was about to fire Kurt Angle, and the shield cut her off. Uh, Ambrose puts Angle over, saying, hey, man, we've seen a lot of things. Kurt Angle's done a hell of a job. He's had to do so many things, man. And uh, that was a decent attempt at a Dean Ambrose impression if I, <laughs> for a first attempt, if I had to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In my head, at least, it was. But, uh, uh... Yeah, so the Shield pretty much went on to say that they wanted New Day. They want to take on New Day at Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, Stephanie, basically, she dug into them, though. She goes, like, you guys are no longer the champions. I mean... Are you even wrestling at Survivor Series? Yeah. So yeah, Roman Reigns was like, "Yeah, we don't like we don't like do what you want to, us to do. We do what we want to do. We want to challenge New Day." Yeah. So it seems to be that's going to be the match. Uh, Which I, up- I thought the the setup, like given the pay per view is on Sunday, I guess it's decent enough to have. Monday Night Raw last week, then this week for the the whole setup. I don't need to see Shield versus New Day. I think it's a wasted match because, uh, in my mind at least, like yeah, Shield has so many more like title reigns. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, because his name is Reigns. But uh, that's stupid. Mm, but yeah. uh, are you sure you don't want to cut? And you <laughs> yeah. can take that. Okay. But New Day is like the epitome of what a tag team should be. They're the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. So Yeah, and well-deserved. I mean, they went from a gimmick where everyone was bashing them, saying, what are they? It's similar to Nation of Domination, and this is awful, and how, like their, their uh, gospel stuff is just not going to catch. And they spun that and threw it into every critic's face. Which I'm actually, I'm surprised they hadn't had a new theme song yet. Yeah. It still is that gospel. It's still the gospel, but you know, it works. It totally works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so after this, they had a Survivor Series qualifying match, a triple threat match, Bailey taking on Dana Brooke and Mickey James. Bailey picking up the victory. No surprise there. Yeah, outcome was obvious. Yeah, uh, the match I think was a letdown, just because of uh, not getting a surprise member of Team Raw. Mm-hmm. The actual match itself, I enjoyed for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, I mean, all in all, from this, I think it just put Oscar over more than anything. Yeah, Oscar really taking it to uh, Dana Brooke. Like for whatever reason, she went to check on Dana Brooke. And Dana gets pissed off and hits her with a forearm to the face, which is just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and Asuka chased her around the ring, out of the ring, and Dana Brooke tried to fight back, but boom, kicked and got knocked out. So, yeah. So there's a reminder not to mess with Asuka. No, that but, would be highly... That would not end well for you. But it's like, what's gonna... What's gonna come of Team Raw? Uh, like, how does Asuka not win? Yeah. No clue what's going to happen to that team. I mean, but then 
the I mean, we'll discuss it a little bit further, but it, also the big question mark is SmackDown, that fifth member. I mean, that could easily sway you to choose SmackDown Which winning that match. It's like I don't want to see somebody like debut or return mm-hmm. only to have to lose to Asuka. And I don't want to see Asuka lose. That's the thing. I, I mean, technically, think, yes, Asuka could just, like, she could just get DQ'd in the match. It could be a DQ. It could Does be count a countout. I don't, she's, has she been DQ'd already? Uh, no. But it could be a, I mean, could be a ref stoppage. It could be that her and this other person brawl on the outside of the ring and get counted out. I mean, I think that. Does that count as a loss? I mean, it's a loss, of course. It's definitely a loss, but it's not a pinfall loss. So I think that it's going to be very difficult to... She's had DQ wins before. It's going to be very difficult, though, to to decide that. I mean, it's tough not to pick Raw with Asuka on that team. But the only way out of that is if she gets DQ'd, counted out, or doesn't like, and she does like maybe the DQ happens because she doesn't release a hold, uh, her submission move, um, and then like I said, whoever returns, I mean if it's Natalia, okay, yeah, SmackDown definitely goes over, but if it's Paige or even Nikki, it really what throws a wrench if, in there. If it's Natalia, SmackDown goes over. I mean Raw, Raw goes over, because then I don't think that that would play as right. big of a factor as. Nikki or Paige. Um, next up, you had Drew Gulak and Enzo Amori pick up the victory over Tazawa and Kalisto. I love this entire intro with the how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Yeah, Gulak, Gulak's been great with Enzo. Yeah. It's like I, we, we like Sandow so much and he com- comes off as a similar character. Yeah, very sarcastic. I guess not witty. sarcastic, just not, like like we witty. know he can't. Not witty. I don't know. On the mic, it sound. It, I'm yeah, but I think that he's playing off of it, and it's perfect. And I, I yeah. liked I liked Kalisto teaming with Akira Tozawa, but I wish there was storyline to that, especially since we saw Kalisto feuding with. Titus Worldwide a mm-hmm, few weeks, mm-hmm. a few months ago or so. So it would have been nice to see like some sort of storyline there. Would have been nice to see Titus Worldwide out there supporting Kalisto and Tazawa. Yeah, I agree. Especially like what you said with the relation, but didn't happen. Uh next up you had Ms. TV. Uh Ms. Raj at ringside with the Miz, and he Dumb goes on to bar. what? I said, duh, bar. Yeah, uh, he's, Miz is going on a rant about Baron Corbin, calls out the bar, and they just continue to pretty much bash uh, the Usos and SmackDown. It, yeah, just bunch the tag team and Intercontinental Championship promos against the Usos and Baron Corbin together. It, I don't think it really did much to sell the matches themselves, but... I, I I agree. I feel like it's tough to sell the match when there's no physical altercation, but we do get to that. Um, but I definitely feel like it was fine. Like I'm okay that they clumped it together and they said that like, combined, like they are the champions of Raw. Yeah. So 
Like, I, I was totally fine with that. Up next, something you were definitely not fine with, I assume. Uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan know. defeated Bray Wyatt. Returning uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt lost to Jason Jordan. With a quick quick uh, roll up. Like, are we supposed to forget about Sister Abigail and the demons and all that stuff? And What do you mean, Sister Abigail? That never happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's just very... It wasn't even a month ago. Yeah, so if Jason Jordan could pick up a victory over Bray Wyatt, Balor... Like, at, but like at least, at least they had as soon as he won and was celebrating. At least they had Bray Wyatt attacking. Yeah, but how how many times does this get old? Where Bray Wyatt yeah. to keep someone strong, dude? As soon as as soon as Jason strong. Jordan lost, I tweeted. I was like, "Bring back Husky Harris. This is this is not working. It's not. They're yeah. not doing anything. They're not doing anything for the Bray Wyatt character. It's unfortunate. I mean, there's. I feel like there's really nothing. Unless they run a change of character is not going to work. I also I don't want Husky Harris back. <laughs> that was a joke. Like it's a change of character is not going to work at all. They just have to run with what they have because they do have something. They have gold with this gimmick, and they're just not. I don't understand if maybe they don't trust him, or I mean I think that he put on a, a good match with Orton at WrestleMania, but I mean yes, his matches have been bland. In my opinion. The match at WrestleMania, though, wasn't like... I mean, what did we get out of that? Four out of ten. I mean... I it wasn't, really... It, I did not like the 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 ring... Yeah, gimmick. the... Yeah, 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 with the, the bugs and... I mean, I totally agree with that aspect, but it just stinks. It's like they have such potential with this gimmick, but they just don't seem to know what to do with it. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm curious if Bray Wyatt himself isn't pitching enough ideas to them. You know, like I, it just ma- really makes you wonder because all he does is pick up these loss after loss, and in order to keep him looking strong, when he does lose to someone like Jason Jordan, he attacks them post match, and it's just like, okay, okay, well, and it's like it sucks too, even more. So it's like, like. I, I guess just like the brand split from uh, the Wyatt I, family. I guess I don't know. It goes. I don't know. It kind of really goes back to that House of Horrors match that was awful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy he had the championship, and then they took it away from him really without good cause. Or, it made, it made no sense. Yeah, that made, it made absolutely no sense. They didn't play up any gimmick with that, with him being champion. They didn't play up anything. And I, like, that wasn't even, was he, he was still champion for the House of Horrors, right? I believe so. And for whatever reason, it just wasn't, uh, oh no, he was, yeah, he had to have been, 100% he had to have been champion then. It's just awful booking. it It wasn't even on the line or even mentioned, I feel like. I'm really curious to hear him do an interview. On what he feels is going wrong. You know? Like, I'm curious what Bray Wyatt actually thinks is going wrong with the booking of his character and him in general. But you would think that with his dad working with the company, like, they would do something a little bit more than just really yank his chain and and not use him to his potential. 
But well, next up, you had... Wait, but before we move on to that backstage, Jason Jordan begged Kurt Angle not to take him off Team Raw. <sighs> yeah. Talk about trying to build up Jason Jordan. It's like he goes from looking weak in the beginning to looking even more weak after this beatdown. But, 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 to, but, 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 but it gets, it worse. gets even worse. It gets, it gets even more worse than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got Paul Heyman out there speaking about AJ Styles. Um, which I, I think, I mean, I think it has the potential to be the best match of the night. I know I, I didn't like the how the storyline changed completely. Yeah. Like after taking, after Jinder Mahal, I guess, was injured or just lost the title for whatever reason. But uh, Paul Heyman, I think, did a good job here at hyping this up. Yeah. Someone... I mean, what a stupid way to propose. No offense if you're listening to this. <laughs> but somebody yeah. proposed during that and, and Paul Heyman played with them. I, I like that. That was funny. I mean, I don't know if it's too stupid, though. I mean, yeah. they did get mentioned on a Rob, on a, a Paul Heyman promo. Yeah, but that's not like... I think that that's okay. <laughs> it's better than that pizza promotion uh promotion yeah that uh, barstool proposal. sports i hate barstool sports i'll say that on every episode if i needed to nah. and that one bite pizza review thing someone got engaged on that was the dumbest thing it's like she and she's more freaked out that she's meeting the guy from barstool sports and that she's engaged yeah talk about what it, what I, I just think i just think staged i just think proposal i don't think it was staged but i just think proposal should be private Private, romantic. It's like, I get if you want to do it at a wrestling show, you get a private box. You do it there. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it at a concert, private box. You do it there. If you're going to do it at Disney World, do it in a private area. I'm not saying oh, do Disney, it in a hotel I don't room. No, nah, Disney, I, I don't mind. Yeah, but there's, right. no, I don't. I, I, I don't, I don't mind know. Disney. I, I, I don't mind the WWE aspect of it. I do mind doing it on a bar stool video. <laughs> I yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I think proposals are dumb in public. Because then it's like pressure, like, oh, do you have to clap? Or do, do you want, are you expecting me to clap? I'm not going to clap for you. I've booed people that, that have proposed in public. Really? That's <laughs> awful. That's awful. Well, I mean, like I'm Dude. there to enjoy my own stuff. I don't need to see you. And you're gonna boo someone who, per- Dude, that's like <laughs> super heel. That's yeah. Wow. I don't care, dude. I don't care. I'll do that. Wow. I thought I, you had not, a little I mean, bit more they, class than that. What do you mean class? They should have more class. You don't propose like that. So you boo them? Yeah. You ruined what? my experience. I'll ruin your experience. You booed people that just got the, a proposal. May I ask where this was? Uh, it was at a winery. <laughs> and I can't even say that you were drunk because I know you don't drink. They, you I, no, they, they, they didn't hear me. They didn't hear me. Oh. No, they didn't hear me. It wasn't. I, w- I wouldn't boo like where they could actually hear me. They weren't. They weren't within distance of me, being audible to them. So they're. Will you marry I'll me? Boo, yes. I'll boo. I'll boo. I'll boo. Wedding also. All they hear in the background is. Ooh. No, I'll boo a wedding also. If there's a, a public wedding that I I'm 
there to witness and I'm not invited to, I'll boo it. I don't care. Who are you getting married in public? That makes no sense. Wow. This isn't isn't your park. It's everybody's park. So they can't enjoy time to make it special? No. If you want to do that, risk being booed. Jeez. All right. Well, we we get an entire new side of Brandon talking about it. (laughs) Like if you're getting if you're it's like oh let's get married on the New York City subway system no I'm going to be pissed off that you're in my way, dude. You just said that these people at the winery weren't in your way at all. <laughs> that they would di- a, a a large distance. Yeah, but they're ruining my experience. They're ruining my experience. I actually I think the the winery was a wedding that I booed. I don't think it was a proposal. And I, I don't, I don't actually remember where the proposal was. I know I've booed a proposal though. Ooh, but that's wow. like stupid. Like if I'm at a Billy Joel concert on New Year's Eve, don't do it. Don't get engaged. Don't do it. Don't do it at a concert. Are you jealous? I'm not jealous. It's just annoying. I mean, wow, dude, that's awful. I'm sorry you feel how that many, way. How many proposals have you seen in real life? Uh, I don't think any. Don't think any. It's I don't like, know. Oh, great, this guy's getting down on one knee. Yeah, I, I think at I, one, I think one time I almost wanted to spoil it. What the Brandon? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, you you how many proposals have you seen that you? I that feel like started? I feel like I've only seen two proposals, and I don't remember where either one of them were. And Brandon is two for two for booing them. No, I didn't boo the the first one. I didn't boo. I just wanted to be like, oh, he's about to propose. Oh, he's on a knee. Don't turn around. Don't turn around. I think. Right I honestly, I think. I think at one. I think the first time it happened, I was like, oh god, he's about to propose. I just think it's the dumbest thing. Don't do it in public. Like, what? What do you need me to be there to be to be a spectator to your well, proposal I don't think- for? I don't think that they went out of their way to be like, oh, you know what? I hear Brandon from marking out. It's going to no, be a but what they did, what they day. did was, oh, I'm going to do this in public so everyone can see and I'll get a round of applause after. If you want to oh, want to do I that, go play in the Pro-Am tour. I don't think that people do that for that reason, to get an applause. I, yeah, probably. The people were, didn't say, you know what? I'm going to do this during Raw to but get... they got into a Paul Raw. Heyman promo. <laughs> Yeah, they're not going to say, oh, I'm going to do this to get acknowledgement from Paul Heyman. I, yeah, probably. I mean, all right. Well, we spoke about don't, it. I think don't propose official. in public. Just don't propose in public. Yeah. Disney well, World, there's private places in Disney World you can get proposed to. Well, go ahead and tweet Brandon at BTTG161. Do you agree with him? Do you not agree with him? Is he a Uber heel now? No. And he's Next claimed, time you see – the first time you see a proposal, you'll understand feelings. I mean – And why you should boo. Uh, all, right. all right. And don't get engaged at your friend's wedding. Okay. Now, that is a different story. That's a, <laughs> oh, that's a different story. That's something you just don't do. That's just like wrong. That's stealing the momentum from the people who just got married. It, that's just weird. It's like, uh, Steve, thank, thank you so much for having me at your wedding. I – it's an honor to be your best man, but Jennifer, can you can you come here for a second? We've been together for three months now. <laughs> it's been the best three months of my life. 
Yeah. It's about- like the only time a, a public wedding proposal is is fine in my books is when you're inside the wrestling ring and you're part of the storyline. How is that? How is being part of the storyline anything better? You know that you would hate that. What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> Those aren't normal civilians. They're wrestlers. They're pro wrestlers in the storyline. Oh, okay. Oh, well, by the way, that John Cena thing, stupid. Didn't enjoy that whatsoever. John Cena thing? Yeah, where he proposed to Nikki at WrestleMania. Yeah, Brandon was booing that from afar. I wasn't booing that. Oh, okay. I just knew that it was wrong. <laughs> Yeah. But then again, for someone like John Cena and Nikki Bella, where else would they have gotten engaged? It's like he's the company. Well, not in front of Brandon. That would Which, be a bad I option. I mean, technically, yes, they did do it in front of me, but an ideal spot would have been where like your sister was there or like well, like Brie Bella, not your sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Brie, I'm sure, was backstage. No, she was pregnant. They showed it on Total Divas, Total Bellas oh. or whatever. No, well, all right. Enough pregnancy, marriage proposals, and Brandon turning heel. Let's talk about the Shield. It's not, it's not turning heel. Just don't, <laughs> don't do it in public. <laughs> the and Shield. If and if you're going to do it in public, do it in private public. There you go. Shield picked up the victory over the Bar and the Miz, which clearly uh, the, the Shield had to win this. Well, let's. That fan tried to interrupt the Shield's entrance. It looked like. Uh, where the security guard had to grab the fan. It's like, what are you, what are you trying to do? Why? But like, I, it, it's not like, I don't know, security. That's on them. I I totally agree. But then on the other hand, security has to try to stay out of camera view. I it, guess. It, but like, Maybe. I I think it was just like the fan came through a curtain. No, it looks like he came right through the road. That's what I, I don't think so because that right there should be curtained off over there. Assume, like I, 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 or it's like even if it's not curtained off, it's a small corridor. No, it it looked like he came right through the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. It's like in every. I mean, every arena that I could think of has the the corridors leading into the bowl. The crowd. Yeah, but he he didn't. It doesn't look like he came through there. It looked like he ca- he came through the the one of the rows that I they don't think there were was, walking by. I don't know if there's a way to have done that. Yeah, he just got through his row. I don't, to me, it looked like he was coming through the 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 hallway. I don't know. Re- regardless, that's one prowrestlingtees dot com slash marking out. It, it it's stupid. Which don't, I saw. Which similarly, I've mentioned on the show before. I said it recently to you. Was when I was backstage at the Nassau, not backstage at the Nassau Coliseum. When I was by the concession stand at Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> when I that's big difference. Yeah. When uh, in two thousand one, I think it was for Nitro. I was online at the concession stand, and Goldberg. I saw Goldberg. Goldberg, no, Goldberg was walking through the the backstage area to get to a part in the crowd where he needed to come out to, I guess, make his return or whatever, or an entrance. And uh, a, like, had it been like an eight year old, nine year old kid, ran up to Goldberg, and security literally swatted him away. And it's like, what do you expect the kid to do? It's like this is like it's. Goldberg 
Yeah. I don't know what you wanted to, like, I don't, I don't think you should have swatted the kid away. I don't know. Sometimes like, security get a little bit too fiscal with the wrong people, you know? We're not even the wrong people, just in general. Like that stupid LeBron James video. Have you seen that on the subway? Yeah, yeah. Like, screw you, LeBron. Yeah, it's just... Like he's sitting stupid. there filming the guy, and the guy goes, I, can you not? And he puts his hand up, and the security guard like slaps the guy's hand away. Don't touch me. You have no right yeah. to tell me not to, not to I have feel like that's, film me. I, I'm just waiting for the day where the security guards that are using physical. Uh, Someone I just saw in the news recently is suing a security person for using. Force. Nothing, nothing but good. I think that security guards need to get sued if they are willing to put their hands on civilians. I understand you have to control the manner, but that doesn't give you any right to get physical with someone i I mean some sense like in the sense of the guy on the subway it's like the quick hand jolt up like he could just be like going to knock lebron's lebron's phone out of his hand yeah but even if that's the case don't film me like are you kidding me you have no like who are you yeah nobody yeah what did he expect the guy to be like oh my god i can't believe uh, lebron james is come on get out of here but let's like get back I, to the I think match. like I, honestly I think I would have the same I think I would actually say the same exact thing he said. Probably. Like I if I was sitting there he'd be like, "Oh, we're on the subway system. This guy, I have no idea who who he is." I'm like, "Can you not?" And then I'd look over and be like, "Oh, seriously, can you not?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm going to need you to delete that video." And then yeah, he I never gave to, you consent. And then he starts, "No, nah, you don't need consent." No. No. You could just film you're in public, you could film. I don't know them. Then why I do mean, they I have? I believe people? I believe you don't need consent like that. I think you need consent if you're going to put it on, uh, out on social media and stuff. You have I to. Don't... If not, you have to blur out faces behind you. I think the right thing to do is blurring out the face, but I don't think you need consent like that. Yeah, I think you do. But let's I... get on to the match. I think the there's, match... Some, there's something there with like the public law something. I don't know. Like but with the match, people, but yeah. it, it was a decent match, but then it all broke down at the end with the Dirty Deeds, the spear, yada, Dude, yada, I yada. like that stuff, like where uh, Roman Reigns went to hit the, the spear and Cesaro rocked him with that uppercut. Mm. I like that. I thought that was good. And then, yeah, um, I thought so too. then the, the blind tag that came right after that to Miz, I thought was nice. But... What really yeah. irked me this whole night was hearing commentary refer to them as the original Shield. That really that kept pissing me off the whole night because there there's only one Shield. Like Kurt Angle doing a pay per view stint with them, that's not him being part of the Shield. Triple H yeah. doing a house show with the Shield, that doesn't make him part of the Shield. They are no. like there's no. There's no reason to say original. They're they are the shield. Like that. There's no yeah, other it's, shield. It's not Degeneration X, where it's like the original DX was was uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China, Rick Rude, as opposed to Triple H, uh, New Age Outlaws, X Pac, and China, or yeah. even Triple H, Tor- Shawn Michaels, Tori. and Hornswoggle, or yeah, Tori and Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, but. So this all broke down at the end of it. The triple powerbomb to the Miz. Um, and I hope because Miz lost here, he'll win at the pay-per-view. Yeah, nothing much to say there. 
Uh, next up, you had Kurt Angle in the ring. Uh, he calls Jason Jordan to the ring. Uh, he didn't and, call him out. He was just saying that he has oh, to. Yeah. He, he, pulls him, he pulls him from the match. And then Jason Jordan comes out pleading his case, saying that he fought for this entire the, uh, his entire life for this moment to He's fight like, I need side this. by side his father. Yeah, even though he that just, dad Even card. though he just – what? He pulled that dad card out like, please, he, dad. Even, yeah, even though he just found out that Kurt Angle was his father like last month, a month and a half ago. But apparently he's been dreaming of this day his entire life. Um, I think just but, in general main eventing. Stupid. Stupid. Stephanie McMahon comes out, tells Angle to make the announcement already. That leads to Triple H coming out. And, well, goodbye, Jason Jordan. Yeah, he's like, if you're not going to make the announcement, Kurt, I am. You're off the team. I'm on it. Hits him with a pedigree. Walks off. Kurt Angle just, like, walks over to him, checks on him. That's the end. Yeah. So we have more star power on the team. But mm. yeah, I mean, um, it stinks. What I guess, what else are you gonna do with that spot with Stephanie McMahon's involvement and everything? Uh, Which I, I liked earlier in the night where New Day was uh, not New Day. The Shield were like, "Oh, didn't you like where like where the hell have you been?" When she asked Roman Reigns, yeah, she goes, "Where have you been?" He goes, "Where have you been?" Like you got. You got put through a table by your husband at WrestleMania, and we haven't seen you since. What do you mean? She was just on Raw. Well, I well, not. I, I it it was stupid for me because she was just on Raw, and obviously, and Stephanie McMahon knows where Roman Reigns has been. The WWE has put it out there what, are publicly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, but we've seen Stephanie McMahon even before she returned to TV. Yeah, so I think that it was a stupid alterca- uh, altercation. What? I think it was stupid. So up next, we had the team of Finn Balor and Samoa Joe well, taking on, what were you going to say? Did you mention the pedigree? Yeah. Okay. Taking on the club and defeating the club, which I thought it was cool to see uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor team up again. Uh, I think it worked well. I think they worked well as a team, which I think was obvious because they won the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Still would have liked for Samoa Joe to turn heel on Balor then, but that would happen. I would have never remembered that they won the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Yeah. Never. <laughs> but I have nothing to say about this match. It did nothing. I but I I don't know. It was good to see. I don't know. I, I, I s- enjoyed I enjoyed I s- them teaming, at least working well, showing that they could be a team. Eh, I skipped it. Up next was the main event of Monday Night Raw. Braun Strowman taking on Kane went to a no contest. The match never even started. Uh, they just fought around the ring, which by the end of the night became apparent as to why. Yeah, because they couldn't step in the ring or else it would break. But yeah, so. Uh, Not break, but. So it ended Running. with Strowman putting uh, Kane through, a, Kane through the, the ring. Yeah, Ronnie Power Slam. Which it was a fun spot to see. Um, but Monday Night Raw just like abruptly ended after that, which left me speculating Braun Strowman being taken out of that match, being replaced by Undertaker last minute. Um, because if this was in fact Undertaker's last year or if he's gonna be retiring soon, mm-hmm. at least get him in at one more Survivor series. 
Maybe. But uh, that mean, wasn't that wasn't so the un- case. It wasn't the case because we saw Strowman on SmackDown. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I've hit this place with, with WWE where I just really don't care. Even if Undertaker did return and was in this match, I I don't care. I don't it's like know. Last year's last year's Survivor Series, we like we saw Undertaker on the SmackDown beforehand saying like you guys better win. Yeah. And then like that was the last we ever And then they lost. No, SmackDown won last year, I think. Did SmackDown win? Yeah. I well I'm I'm saying yeah, but I believe so. Let me go see. I thought they lost. SmackDown no, because SmackDown had like AJ Styles. Yeah, SmackDown won. Okay. It was AJ Bray, Ambrose, Orton, and Shane with James Ellsworth as the mascot. Uh versus Strowman, Jericho, oh, yeah. KO, Reigns, and Rollins. Can you believe James Ellsworth has been under contract for over a year? Dude, I think I mean you praised his match last week. Well, the intergender, yeah. I hey, I do like what I do like what they're doing. I hate that he's in this spot, but you know, since he's in the spot, I think he's doing an all right job. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown. Shane McMahon is in the (laughs) not in the ring. Shane McMahon cutting a promo to the SmackDown roster in the locker room. Why? Why did he have? Well, first, before I even say that, well. Yeah, well, why did he have a microphone? Why, why did he need a microphone? And then the people that were speaking also had microphones just randomly. Yeah. Like, uh, who who spoke? New Becky, Day, Becky, Becky and, and Corbin. Baron Corbin. Why did they all have microphones? I don't know. Why did Sin Cara change masks from that backstage segment to his mask? <laughs> <laughs> like, when was the last time he even wore that that old-style mask? I don't know. I actually like this promo, though. I like the Shane McMahon was directing it to the SmackDown roster I instead liked, of his listen, fans. I liked it, too, but it has to suck being there knowing you're, you have absolutely no part of Survivor Series. Yeah. Like Mike Kanellis was there, Hype Bros, Colognes. Um, uh, who else was there? Aiden English was there. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more from Rusev or something there, but Rusev should be in this match. After everything that, after everything, he should be in this match. But I. But yeah, it ends. This segment yeah. ends with Smack, uh, with New Day putting over SmackDown. They yeah. they're like, we accepted the Shield's challenge, and Smack Down rocks. Smack Down rocks. Yeah, it seems like they just are going with a star-studded Survivor Series match instead of one that would make sense, in my opinion. They're like, please, watch our show. Yeah, I, I think that Rusev's inclusion would have made sense, but instead they're going star-studded and including Orton. But maybe there's um, a rogue group. That's what, I mean, and who knows? Maybe it's a rogue group featuring Come main Raw event and SmackDown. Time. Come main event time, we'll see it. I mean, you have Jason Jordan. Is Jason Jordan going to cost Raw the match? Like, After hey, Chad, two. remember how I beat you up? Or remember how you beat me up on Raw? Well, you're not booked, and I'm not booked. Let's put American Alpha back together again for a night and, and tear house. I mean, you got Rusev, Aiden English, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. A lot could happen. Hawkins, Ryder, Mojo, Elias. Now, now you're taking it too far. What are you taking it too far? You said Raw and SmackDown. I ain't taking it too far. You named one person from Raw. <laughs> Who else? Jason Jordan. 
Yeah, you literally named him already. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's like, there's only one name from Raw that's going to be on the Siege team? Yeah, yeah. Every, anybody else doesn't make sense. Well, Kane. Including, Kane including, Kane's in it okay. for himself, at least, but... Maybe Kane, Kane could make sense because of Braun, but... The hype bros don't make sense. Dude, Hawkins it all it sense. all ends with Undertaker returning and being like, "I want you at WrestleMania." As he points to James Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like Ellsworth's like, "Oh my God, me!" And like behind him is John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> that would Book actually it. kind of. Are you funny. listening to this? Book that. That that I I would pop for that. That would be funny. So up next, you had Daniel Bryan come out and say that he doesn't really agree with what SmackDown did with the with the invasion of Monday Night Raw and whatnot. But he knows that SmackDown is not afraid. And he brought out AJ Styles, the new WWE champion, and asked if he wanted a personal advocate-like uh, entrance like Brock Lesnar does. Uh, AJ Styles did the gimmick what? I'm not what, yes, I mean... <laughs> And uh, then Daniel Bryan proceeded to act like Paul Heyman and introduce AJ Styles. Which it was kooky, yeah. but it worked. I don't know the last time I used the word kooky. Mm. I don't think I really don't think I've ever used that word. You ever seen the Adams Family theme that's, song? That's the only. I mean, that would literally, I think, be the only time I would use the word kooky. But I, uh, I enjoy Daniel Bryan throwing shade towards Lesnar, throwing shade towards the Universal Championship name. Yeah. And I think this promo helped uh, solidify the match. AJ Styles grabbed the mic, spoke. He's like, I'm, I know I'm the underdog in this. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I, Who knows? Maybe Daniel Bryan will lead the uh, rogue group. Yeah, that's also a possibility. I mean, he really doesn't like the direction that SmackDown went in. Maybe he will lead that rogue group. Yeah. Um, but but all, all in all, I just I really hope for Survivor Series that this is a match instead of just... A cluster? No. Well, I'm about AJ like Styles and, and oh, oh. Lesnar. Yeah, I like, I want a good, lengthy match instead of just like, oh, by the way... Well, I think that they could do something good. I think they can. Uh, WWE unit, uh, United States title on the line. Baron Corbin successfully defending against Sin Cara. Uh, that deep six looked really, really cool. Yeah, Sin Cara jumped up for it. I liked it. Yeah, I thought that the deep six looked really cool, but Baron Corbin hitting the end of days to put him away. Oh, so I, I guess not, yeah, I was thinking of the end of days, not the deep six. Yeah, I, I figured, but um, I guess now it's there's like, no would... point to do a hair versus mask match. Would Sin Cara become IC champion before the pay-per-view based on SmackDown vs. Raw? No. Oh. But, I don't know if I would say that. No, because I don't think... Well, if, actually, I would if, say that. If, uh, of all the matches, I don't think this would have been... Well, why why IC? Wouldn't he be U.S. champion? Oh, yeah. Sorry. The <laughs> United States championship. <laughs> yeah, but I... I would hope. I was hoping that this would actually go into a hair versus mask match. No, no, that's the thing, though. Like he had a really good showing in this match, and I think he could really do something good with the Intercontinental Championship if given the opportunity. Promos won't be so great, but yeah, the promos would lack. But you could but... still have that whole based on the hair versus mask thing. That could happen. It's there's potential there. 
Who else is in this United States title scene? Right now, it's really nobody. I mean, it seems person, like everyone... The next person could be... It would be Nakamura, maybe, Bobby Roode. They're all on Team SmackDown. Yeah, but even when they're uh, given a shot... Well, they haven't been given a shot at the U.S. title. It seems like everybody's bypassing that just to go for the Universal uh, WWE Championship. Or they just don't care about any other titles. But then, but then again, there's potential that... Because the showing that Sin Cara had, it could lead to that match, so... Hopefully. Uh, WWE SmackDown Women's title on the line. Natalia unsuccessfully defending against Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair picking up the victory following the figure eight. Like, and, if there was ever a title that was going to change before the pay-per-view, it was this. It sucks, it seems, but... It seems so awful. The past, what, two weeks with the title changes? Yeah, it just it seems is. like WWE never really solidified their ideas as to where they want the direction of Survivor Series. And it really, it shows like, it continues to show me that they don't have a, a, a faith in their product and the way that they're booked. Yeah, so Charlotte is the only woman to become the NXT champion, the Divas champion, the Raw and SmackDown women's champions. I think that this would have been a cool title change to do at Starcade. Yeah. I don't think that now should have... I don't think now was the proper time. I mean, maybe they did it during this to just open up a spot on the SmackDown team. But you could have easily eliminated Flair from uh, competing. So Charlotte keeps the championship to WrestleMania, at which point she loses it to Ronda Rousey? You know, who knows? Who knows? But uh, she cuts next, a promo afterwards yeah. about how, like, Ric Flair and everything he's been through recently. She goes, unfortunately, he can't be here tonight. Uh, but she knows as soon as she goes through the curtain, she'll get a text message from him saying how proud he is of her and whatnot. Uh, and just as she gets up to the ramp, Ric Flair comes out. And they hug and whatever. It's like, how did the news sites know that he was there, but she didn't? Yeah, it's just really, I don't understand. Confusing, maybe? I don't know if it's confusing. But... Well, it's confusing as to why they thought that this would make sense to have her say I that mean, about in, Flair. And then... Because that adds to like, oh, my dad couldn't be here to see it. He's been through so much. And then it's like, oh my God, Ric Flair I guarantee you, made a nobody miraculous was... recovery. No, everyone was in the crowd crying and stuff. Oh, Apparently, I was it. the only one who thought it was dumb. But stop. I mean, no. clearly, you thought it was dumb also. No one was Dude, crying. People were wiping we're... tears away from their eyes. I, I don't know if you're joking you not. or not. I, I kid couldn't... you not. I kid you not. Sometimes I hate fans. There, I said it. it it's. I mean, it's a. Th they're in Charlotte, so come on. They got the emotional connection to Ric Flair and Charlotte. But I just like why couldn't Bret Hart be backstage? Why couldn't Jim the Anvil Neidhart be backstage? Carrie. They, they could have come out and like they could have hugged Natalia after she won the match. No care. No but, care at all. But after all this is said and done, I really hope like Alexa Bliss needs to win this. I really hope she wins. No, she probably I won't. I don't though. see her winning at Survivor Series, but I really I hope. Like I'm marking her down as my pick as a hopeful. WWE is kind of like you could book as if they were TNA. Like where you would Think like you look at the TNA pay-per-views when we used to predict those, and you say, "All right, well, 
Jeff Hardy should win this match, but because it's TNA, he's not going to win, so it's going to be this guy. This is exactly what WWE has fallen into, I believe. But the Bludgeon Brothers cut a promo after, and they're going to be debuting next week. They are going to be taking on the Hype Bros. Yeah, like, what are the Hype Bros thinking? Uh, <laughs> it, I, it doesn't seem like it's the Hype Bros. It seems like it's Mojo getting them into trouble. Mojo pretty much saying that they're, they want to take them on because that's more another tag team they would have to go through, and Zack Ryder's more like, I, I don't get it. So, but I wonder who's going to win that match. Next up, yeah. Jimmy Uso picked with a victory over Chad Gable with the super kick. Which I guess it was Jimmy Uso that had the knee last week instead of Jay. Maybe. But I thought this match was uh, way better than the tag team match last week. I thought it did more for the storyline than the than the the other than than a count out victory because of a bum ankle. Yeah. Uh main event of the evening, you had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn take on the new day, uh Big E and Xavier Woods. This match went to a no contest. Um which yeah. makes almost makes no sense as to like how did that not have a no contest that on Monday Night Raw? When New Day came out, and then the Raw roster spilled out. There was way too much distraction there. That Brandon, stop. You're bringing up <laughs> too much logic. So you're, Shield, you're being too logical. Come on. The Shield comes out here, uh, surrounds the ring. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn look like they're about to help New Day and everything. They're like, nope. They duck out of the match. They leave. Yeah, once the Shield enters that ring, they, they bailed. More Raw roster comes out. SmackDown roster comes out, followed by more Raw roster. Well, it like this was it was cool how it broke down because first the Usos came down to make the save, and then the Bar came out to attack them. Then it cuts backstage to show the Raw women's roster just burst into the SmackDown women's locker room and start clearing house. Then you cut back over to the ringside where Joe Balor, Cruz, Titus hit the ring, and then SmackDown comes out to try to make the save, and then Angle comes out and cues uh, Braun to hit the ring. Yeah, and hit a broski boot, or hit a broski <laughs> with a boot. Yeah, uh, then following this, the Shield just beat down Shane McMahon, just totally beating Shane McMahon to a pulp, and uh, this led to the powerbomb spot and then Angle slam. I thought it was going to, like, lights go out, gong, Undertaker. Well, instead of that, what what about Randy Orton or J- John Cena? You oh, know, just was Randy Orton wasn't even just, there. Just other people on the team. John Cena, I guess you got to save for whatever. But Randy, so much no SmackDown. Yeah, Randy Orton. Where was he? I mean, you could have you you, you could have laid down for one of these attacks. I liked Ellsworth tweeted. I was in the bathroom. What did I miss? <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. But just really, I, I think that Orton should have been out there. I think that, I think it would have been cool if even Triple H appeared. Considering I, the I was waiting overall. for Triple H to come out. I thought it would make only only make sense for him to be there. But I mean, as, as the Shield held Shane McMahon and you hit the angle slam, you could have had them pick him up. Triple H's theme song hits. He goes to the ring, hits Shane with the pedigree, cut and show. Like, I feel like I'm not like it was a lot of fun to watch Breakdown, but I think that there was still more that they could have done with Orton, Triple H, John Cena, 
just the other names involved. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, so SmackDown ends with Raw on top with the Raw theme even playing. But no gender Mahal either. Yeah, no it? gender. But if he was WWE champion, maybe it would have been different. Who, maybe. who let Raw into the building? Possibilities. You got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn right there off the bat. Daniel Bryan. You have Daniel Bryan. You have Ric Flair. He's not supposed to be in the building. How did he get there? I mean, so many people could have let them in. But they probably won't investigate that because they probably haven't thought about that aspect yet. Yeah. So all in all, you have the big question is who's replacing Charlotte? Yeah. Liv Morgan, Ember Moon. Who knows? Hopefully it's not a return or a debut. Will Paige show up? Hopefully it's not Royce. Like it should should be Paige, but uh, at the same point with that whole Asuka thing, I don't know how how to go about that. The only thing I could see with that is that they've Which, based uh, off, yeah, like obviously it could, it could go break down into I was the whole NXT thing. We were former well, champions, never lost they, our titles. Well, they can't. I don't think that they could do that then. But I think the only thing that they can do that night would be kind of what they did with uh, Lesnar Braun, kind of, and have Oscar and Paige get into the ring. Finally, they both tagged in. They're about to lock up. And then they get blindsided by an opponent, you know? It could be something like that to build it up, build it yeah, up, but who, and then take who it away. who loses and who wins? That's question mark. But let's talk about some WWE NXT TakeOver War Games. Yeah, taking place on the 18th of November at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. A uh, stupid match that they announced was for the WWE United Kingdom Championship uh, before the event even starts. Uh, you're going to be seeing champion Pete Dunne take on Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I'm going Pete Dunne on this. I'm going with Dunne also. And then are they Especially still doing that to not be, I have no idea. Probably not. It, they were just doing an ab off. I don't think it was ever really a thing. But Yeah. Um, and just so you know, you may hear some typing because I'm typing up predictions for you. Okay, so you got a singles match taking place. Cassius Ono taking on Lars Sullivan. Uh, this is difficult. You have Cassius Ono who could build up Lars who's on a roll. I'm going to say Lars Sullivan. All right. I'm going to go with Cassius Ono. I think that it's – but I think it's going to be like a reverse decision kind oh, of a deal. No. Or Lars doesn't control his anger. Oh, yeah, by DQ, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alistair Black taking on the Velveteen Dream. I'm going to go Alistair Black. Yeah, I'm going with Alistair Black as well. Should be a good match, though. Um, two then two of these ha- matches so far have DLC that are in the 2K pack that somehow got hacked and leaked. What do you mean? Somebody on the PC version, like, hacked the game or whatever and got the DLC already. Interesting. Because 2K doesn't know how to, I guess, securely have their things. Interesting. Well, next up, you have a triple threat War Games match. Roderick Strong. That's what you're starting with? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Save the titles for later. What? Roderick Strong and the Authors of Pain going to be taking on Sanity. And the Undisputed Era. 
I'm going to choose Undisputed. Yeah, I would say the Undisputed Era as well. This is what the pay-per-view is named after. I would have ended with this. I would assume this is the last match of the night. It probably will be the last match of the night. I would start with with the women's match. Go to um, Cassius Ono, Lars Sullivan. Then hit um, Don. You're starting with the women's match? Yeah. Then hit then know. hit Drew McIntyre and Almas, and then hit uh, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream. Well, actually, you know what? NXT doesn't really follow those rules. Yeah. So it would probably be, I would say, women's match, uh, both singles matches, McIntyre, War Games. I disagree. I but know, I am going to pick. I'm probably wrong regardless, which is now to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Markin out. NXT um, women's title on the line, fatal four way match it's for the hard, vacant title. It's hard not to say Kyrie Sane. So I'm Ember say Moon Kyrie Sane. Ember Moon taking on Kyrie Sane, taking on Nikki Cross, taking on Peyton Royce. You're going Kyrie Sane? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I would hope that Peyton Royce wins and we could see co champions, but I, I wish. don't see that happening. Well, I'm picking Ember Moon. Yeah, I, I hope that's not Ember the case. Moon. I think Kyrie Sane still has to make a name for herself. So I'm not picking her yet. Um, yeah. For the NXT Championship, you have the champion Drew McIntyre defending that title against Andrade Almas. Gonna pick uh, McIntyre. Did we only? I, I would assume you're picking McIntyre as well. So yeah, I was gonna prematurely ask. Did we all we pick the same outcome for everything except for the women? Uh, and uh, oh no. Oh yeah. Okay. Ours. All right. Yeah. So taking place on Sunday the 19th. Hold on, hold on. Just to clarify some of the rules of the War Games match for those that do not know. So it's going to be three members of the team just going at it inside the steel cage that surrounds two rings. All three members are going to be contained inside separate shark tanks by the entranceway with a member from each of the team starting the match. But like are they they're cages or they're gonna- Yeah. Just like just what they had like uh, Chris Jericho in and Enzo. Um, and then after five minutes, the remaining, the remaining members from one team are going to be released from their shark cage and allowed to enter the match. When another three minutes pass, then the other shark, uh, shark tank is going to op- shark cage is going to open up for that second team to enter following another three mat three minutes where that final cage is going to open up for that group to enter the match. And then once that happens, the match is officially started where it could be pinfall or submission to get that victory. It's cool because um, Paul Ellering is involved with this and he was involved in the first – he was in the first one. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's going to be really fun to watch. It should be interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that they have the two rings. I, I, I wonder if we'll see the two rings utilized throughout the – the night i i would assume that it's gonna one ring is gonna be mostly for like the rest holds at times and one's gonna be more like where the action or it's gonna switch back and forth but i feel like one ring they're gonna have the people kind of resting a little bit and the other ring gonna be where the action is taking place it's like it's it's gonna suck for me though like because i'm like really looking forward to seeing the nxt mat uh pay-per-view at least I, i'm just gonna call it a pay-per-view and i know i'll be in disney world at that time. Yeah. Eh, better off. Have fun. Yeah, but having fun, I like to enjoy watching this too, so. 
Eh, you're in Disney. Lay off the wrestling. I'm not. I'm going to sure. probably have to. I'll have to cram it. Yeah, Survivor Series, though, taking yeah. place Sunday. On the 19th at the Toyota Center as well in Houston, Texas. Uh, they got a kickoff show match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Kalisto taking on the champion, Enzo Amore. Going to go with Enzo due to the fact that Kalisto gave Enzo his cake on 205 yeah. Live. Wasted more cake. You know, I'm going to choose Enzo as well. Is this going to be the spot where Hideo Itami debuts? <sighs> I have no idea. I think it's and dumb that they didn't have another pre-show match here, kickoff show match. I think 205 guys should have challenged the Cruiserweights or vice versa. No, no, that would have made sense. How not? No, no, oh, that would have made sarcastic, sense. Right. No, that would have made sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because I, I also have no idea what time this show starts. Because during Monday Night Raw at one point, Michael Cole goes, and a special kickoff time of 5 p.m., and then later on in the night, he goes, and a special kickoff time of 7 p.m. I'm like, what? I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what time the kickoff show starts. Um, Assuming because it's a big four pay-per-view, they're, they're now doing everything like WrestleMania, so it probably starts at 5. Who knows? Yeah. Six-man tag team match. The New Day going to be taking on The Shield. I'm going to p- choose uh, The Shield. I am going with the Shield as well. The original Shield versus the original New Day. Yeah. For the United States Championship. Uh, no, not the United States Championship. You just have <laughs> the United States Champion Baron Corbin versus the Intercontinental Champion Miz. I am going with the Miz. Yeah, I am agreeing with you on the Miz picking up the victory. SmackDown Tag Team Champions versus the Raw Tag Team Champions. Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Usos. Going to say the Usos. I agree with you. I'm going to pick the Usos as well. Uh, non-title match, of course. The women's champion of both division of both rosters, Alexa Bliss, taking on Charlotte Flair. I, I'm I'm choosing Charlotte Flair. I'm picking Alexa Bliss out of solidarity. I'm doing it for Larry Steve. I'm hoping that she wins. Larry Steve is. Is her pig. Oh. um, Well, I'm going with Flair. Uh, You have... What match is going to close this? Doesn't matter. Do you think it'll be the men's team or do you think it'll be the Universal Championship? Doesn't matter. AJ Styles is going to be taking on Brock Lesnar. I am choosing Brock Lesnar. It's hard not to choose Brock, but... And I know I'm wrong, but I'm going with AJ Styles. All right. I have to have hope. Gotta have hope. Team Raw taking on Team SmackDown. You have Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bayley taking on Becky Lynch, Carmella, Tamina, Naomi, and a mystery tag team partner. Gonna go with Team... Um, Now, you gotta think, are you gonna have SmackDown win both matches? Or... Right now, you have Raw, 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 SmackDown, Raw, Raw, uh, SmackDown. I'm going Team SmackDown here. Okay, I'm going to go with Team Raw Raw for this match. Um, 
You know what? Probably. I, I, I assume Team Raw is going to win that, actually. just. But I'm going to stick with but Team just... SmackDown because I don't care. Just because I think the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for the men's yeah. could be like, well, let's just say Kurt Angle, Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H versus Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Nakamura, and John Cena. Say SmackDown wins. Raw then gets rid of Kurt Angle as the general manager, as Stephanie McMahon said she would would do. Interesting. Then Kurt Angle's like, well, what the hell, man? This is I didn't lose the match. This is all Triple H's fault. Mm-hmm. Blames Triple H, sets a seed for WrestleMania in the long run. Interesting. Well, for that men but I, match... I'm going, but I'm going with Team Raw to win this. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, but I'm going with Team Raw to win this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Team Raw to win this. I think that Zayn and Owens are going to play a big part of that finish. And, yeah. so Just, based just off note of, that that half the team, more than half the team, is Triple H and his boys. Mm-hmm. You got Samoa Joe, you got Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, and, uh, Tri- and Kevin Owens, boys of Triple H. Mm-hmm. So. Well... So right now we got well I have one, two, three. Let's see, uh, uh. four, five. I have five to two, I believe. And you got so I have Raw winning, and you have looks like Raw winning as well. No, no, you have SmackDown winning. One, two. Yeah, you have. SmackDown winning. Yeah. So, it will be interesting. So, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Hey, yo, Chico. Shameless plugs. Yeah, so go follow Jonathan at Mr. John. more like Sylvester Stallone, but whatever. Well, that's really cool. That's exactly that's who, who I was going, was going for. Yeah, <laughs> I finally nailed, finally nailed an impression. Hey, yo, Chico, Thunderlips, come over here. <laughs> yeah, so Jonathan at Mr. John Foss. Also, go check out Montreal Broski at MTL Broski 514. Go check out First Thing in the Morning over on YouTube. Go subscribe to him. Also, check out TNA Creative at TNA Creative. Funny people. Funny people. Also, Shining Wizards at Wizards Podcast. You could go check them out, shiningwizards.com. They just posted an episode with Joe Gacy. They just sat down with Steve Mack. And they have so many episode posters that you should definitely go check out. Also, check out their ProWrestlingTees.com shop. Wrestling IQ 101 just posted an episode with Pete Gass from the WWE Attitude Era. So go check that out as well. Dude, hey, he better be on the 25th anniversary episode. Yeah, Brandon will be disappointed. If he's oh, there? Well. No, he no, better not, be there. Yeah. Not there. But time for some shout-outs. Hey, what's up? First shout out is going to the new uh, Taylor Swift song. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, I, I like the album a lot. We mentioned it briefly last week where I really I hadn't listened to it. 
But I'm really enjoying the Reputation album. Well, I'm going to be the first to say that I have not listened to it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, really there's not, aside from the three singles, I think, um, aside from the three singles, there's no real place where you can listen to it. It's not on YouTube or anything. So, unless you catch a performance that she did on Jimmy Fallon or SNL, there's two other songs that you can listen to there, I think, so. Yeah, New Year's Day and something else. Um, yeah, I was going to say All Too Well, but that's not it. That was the old album. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, I'm not going to remember what it was. Well, that's okay. Well, you should definitely check it out. Uh, next shout out is going to Jeff Lynn's ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. I saw them last year at Radio City Music Hall, and they announced that they will be touring and playing Madison Square Garden, which is awesome. Definitely, definitely want to try to get tickets to that. Uh, and then Eddie Guerrero gets the final shout out. It's uh, 12 years ago since he passed. 12 years since he passed, which is crazy. That's wild. Yeah, but he it's continues. Really crazy. He continues to to inspire wrestlers today. So. Yeah, I mean the guy's—he's a legend of the sport. So, um, very unfortunate. Passed way too soon. Yeah. Way too soon. Yeah. So. Thank Take you. it home. Thank you, Eddie Guerrero. Um, but those are my shout-outs. Moving on to our our This week, I am going to be choosing uh, uh, a movie that just came out. Not really just came out last year, but La La Land. I oh. fin- yeah, I finally got around to seeing it, and I, I really enjoyed it. of all time. Of course you would enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It was a musical, romantic comedy, uh, drama, and it was – I thought it was fantastic. I thought the music was good. The dancing was good. Uh it was well done. Well done. So I marked out for La La Land. Also, the movie Get Out, I thought was pretty, oh, really. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I thought that was done, was really smart. On HBO On Demand or? Uh, I, no, I was going to do it on demand, but then I saw that it was on, yeah. like actual station, on the actual station. So I just caught it. Uh, did you see it? No, I was going to watch it. I don't know when they're taking it off HBO, but. Yeah, check it out. I won't. That's spoil like the it thing is, it's like a. But it's a horror film or what? Uh, no, that's is where it, I was confused too. Is it a comedy? I don't know what it is. No, it's not comedy. It's not it. Suspense. I mean, it's a thriller. Yeah, it's suspense. I, I would like put suspense it, films. I would put it more of a suspense uh, movie than horror, but it's it's very it's done really well. It's very smart, and I I thought it was good. Well, so I mean, my mark out moment of the week should have been <laughs> Taylor Swift announcing the Reputation Stadium tour, but oh, now he has now he has a mark out moment. Well, okay. no, I'm saying it should have <laughs> been that, but like, like yes, I I popped at first, and then I realized I was busy on the day that's going to be in MetLife. So yeah, so to... pretty much he wants to give an anti shout out to his cousin. No, no, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> I just hope that Taylor Swift announces more 
dates for this show and more dates in like the area. Like Madison Square Garden would be prime, but I'll take another date at MetLife. And hopefully if they announce another date at MetLife Stadium or another New York City area show, I could go to it. I haven't missed a Taylor Swift tour. Until this year. <laughs> like, I'm seeing her at Jingle Ball, which is like, okay, that's fine. But it's, like, that's probably three songs compared to a whole 18 well, I, songs. Well, that works because but it if doesn't, you see her live, it's not going to be anything special. What do you mean? I don't think that her seeing her live is anything special anymore. I want to hear this is why we can't have nice things live. Oh, yeah, boy, yeah. I want to hear it. I got I. I need to see it. It's like a drug. I yeah. you could you could send me off to a Taylor Swift concert and like I'll get like looks from everyone like people whip out their phone and take pictures of me and stuff. Brandon but, whips out his playlist, his <laughs> playlist to to yeah. find out what song is next. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I want to go to see Taylor Swift. Well, I hope you get to see her. Thanks. You're welcome. But see her on... <laughs> see her outside of Jingle, Jingle Ball. See her on the Reputation Stadium Tour. Yes. Or uh, a Reputation Arena Tour if she wants to come to Madison Square Garden and sell that out in like a hot minute. Yeah. I, I should let you know that if I do win a contest this year, uh, I, I told Blake that I would take her. Yeah, but she has, you have to be uh, 21, so... Yeah, yeah. Damn roast it to her. <laughs> <laughs> How old is she, though? How old is she, really? How old is she? 17? Yeah, I think 16, Realistically, probably have to be 16. But my fingers are crossed for 21, so. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah, so that's our show this week. Um, Dave, take it away. Of course, my pleasure. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 354. Done. Finito. Complete. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Listen to the podcast, MarkingOut.com, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Also, check us out on uh, Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. YouTube, Cooking with Brandon, Episode 5. Go check that out. Episode 6. Who knows what's going to happen? But make sure you subscribe, youtube.com slash out 11 Send us an email. Why? Because we like to hear from you. MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, at BTTG161. And, yeah, and uh, we'll run down Survivor Series, uh, TakeOver, Raw SmackDown, Thanksgiving, everything uh, next week. Yeah. And we wish you... The The best of luck in your future one day. Have a fantastic.